little, I got a little bio I'm gonna throw in yeah? there too. Yeah, I'm I wrote, excited. I wrote a bio up about you. Oh. It might not be 100 percent uh, accurate, but because <laughs> I did some, I did some some research. I did some research, but I also did some guessing. Okay. So okay, just correct me. Yeah. On names and gotcha. stuff. It's nothing crazy. That's groovy. Cheers. I'm drinking Lacroix and, and coffee here. If you were on the Days Grim podcast, they'd say God bless you every time you open <laughs> or every time you crack a, a a cup. Unfortunately, I haven't been on their podcast. I need to get on there. I know, and yeah. I, f- I feel like I've heard on four or five occasions they're like, "Oh, we need to get Caden in the studio. He didn't make you know." Man, they haven't asked time. me officially. I mean, they've just like talked to the band or whatever. But they're yeah. probably gonna try to get you guys back on after the. After Louder, Louder Than, than Life, life yeah, I would hope so, because I really want to meet those guys. Yeah, We met them at the Evansville show, but they were cool there. They're good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were on the podcast three episodes ago. Okay, I so. haven't gotten to that one yet. I'm still on Lucas's podcast, which is really good so far. So That's awesome. I'm excited, though, to get to it. All right, awesome. So. Okay, I got a little intro I'm going to throw down, then we'll jump right in. Cool. Okay, so, hello, miners, and welcome to the sixth episode of Mining in the Foothills, where I am on the search for dialectic gold with doers from around the Midwest. I am going to turn up my headphones just a bit. I'm Wes from Oleopus, and my guest today is Caden Ray, bass guitarist, and like two of my previous podcast guests, Rylan and Lucas, episode one and episode uh, four, I think. He is a founding member of Southern Indiana's rock and roll sensation, The Strangers. In the past six months, Caden and his bandmates have released their debut album, toured around the Midwest, playing shows in cities like Nashville, Cincinnati, Indy, Dayton, all across their little bubble here, released a mini-documentary, and most recently, they won the DW Presents Battle for the Big Stage, where, uh, which landed them a gig at the legendary Troubadour Theater in L.A., which they already played, and then from there, which they won that last championship, from there, they got a slot playing the main stage, at the 2022 Louder Than Life Music Fest, taking place this Sunday, September 25th, in Louisville. It's going to be lit. For the past four years, Caden has been, in addition to being the band, has been a live sound engineer for the Hoosier Celebration Theater. Is that yes, right? Yes, that's correct. I had yes. to fucking yes. Google that. That's good, yeah. Mixing the audio of daily theatrical shows taking place at Holiday World and Splash and Safari, Safari in Santa Claus, Indiana. This past May, Caden graduated from Heritage Hills High School and currently resides with his family, who also lives in Santa Claus, but he bounces back and forth to Evansville, where the mm-hmm. band is. So, Caden, thank you for doing this. Absolutely. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So, as I was prepping for this episode, it struck me how crazy it is that you just graduated <laughs> a little over three months ago. Yeah. Uh, since you graduated, mm-hmm. you played a bunch of shows. The band has progressed a bunch. And when you hear about those past six months, of, like when the bio I said you released the record, mm-hmm. released the documentary, toured around the, the little area or Midwest. Midwest, yeah. Uh, won, went to L.A., mm-hmm. won the battle for the big stage. Now you're gearing up for the biggest show yeah. of your band's career. What does it feel like to think that you were 
walk in the halls of Heritage Hills Man. <laughs> just just six months ago. It's it's more like three months ago, four months ago or something yeah, like that. But like it I don't even know. It doesn't even really feel entirely real because I don't I haven't had like a moment to like sit back and take it all in because it's just been like this happens and the next thing happens and the next thing happens. It's like it's just like flying by. I haven't really had a moment to sit back and really just like reflect on everything that's happened. Yeah. But um there's been like a lot that's happened in between those six months. Um, uh, yeah, it's just like, I was, I was going to go to college. Like, like I, I had a whole new plan going for me and then Lucas entered us into this competition and then, uh, and now I'm staying around here cause we, we won that, uh, thankfully. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, yeah. Which is nuts. I mean, like it's crazy. That uh, that one contest. Yeah. Which I had never even heard of. Me neither. Yeah. This time last year or anything, you know, yeah. I think it's been going on for a while. But mm-hmm. like, the fact and you know, listen, you can listen to episode four for people listening to get like a really in depth talk about the contest and all that shit. But like, mm-hmm. it's cr- it's crazy how <clears throat> we kind of mentioned this in Rowan's podcast. But like, it's not that the band wasn't headed towards anything because clearly mm-hmm. you guys are. But like. After the tour wrapped up, there was no set plan on like, like yes, Do there's this, new music, yeah. but there was no date set on a record. Yeah, there was no like nothing coming in necessarily that was like huge. Mm-hmm. And you had the opportunity to go to L.A. Yeah, to yeah, go to it, music school. It was Orange County, so California. Yeah, so yeah, I I was in this big like dilemma, and it was the biggest decision I've ever had to make. I spent like four months thinking about it. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was like always on the horizon yeah yeah and it was like i just dreaded the day that i actually had to make the the final call on that um and then i decided that i was gonna go after i took like a visit over there and i really liked it and uh they were like offering me like a spot on their touring band that like tours like alaska and orlando and all these like crazy places so there's just like a lot out there and it's like five minutes from the beach you know it's like the perfect lifestyle you know what i mean yeah and it's then a ticket. it's also a ticket out of here. Yeah, yeah, it is. But and then uh, none of that is to say that like, well, I was definitely gonna miss the band. That that's for sure. Like for that, sure. like I, that was the hardest part it was leaving the guys. And uh, thankfully, Lucas pulled through and he entered us into this competition. And <laughs> and whenever he without first, really telling anyone, no, yeah, he didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And then um, I didn't even know what it was gonna like mean. So like I still had all my plans to go to California. Yeah. And then like as the competition was going on, I'm like, okay, well, uh, college may have to go on hold for a little bit. And then all of a sudden we win the whole thing and we're gonna play at like the biggest rock festival in America. And yeah. that's kind of like a cl- pretty clear sign to me that I needed to stay with the band, you know. Yes. Um, and I'm I'm thankful that it was like a clear cut, like just like a final sign that was like, hey, you need to stay here instead of like, oh, if I might need to stay here. I might need to do that right. or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it was, the timing worked out crazy because like this whole contest took place in August. Mm-hmm. You were gonna leave it like in September. September first. Yeah. Yeah. At the very yeah. first day of September. Yeah. So like. And you played the Troubadour on August 28th. Yes, yes. I mean, it was like... It was right. <laughs> it was all within like like a week of each other. It was kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well, and like uh, Lucas actually mentioned that in his podcast. He's like, he said, I really believe now that everything has happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that like the guys that are in our band now, like this lineup and, and what's happening, like this was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Because he said, 
even when I got that text from Caden that he was going to be heading out, he's like, mm-hmm. I just had this feeling like, oh man, it's real and it doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know? It didn't feel right to me either. Yeah. yeah. It really didn't, but... But I mean, you got to decide sometimes. I yeah. Mean, like sometimes it takes sacrifice. And I know that like, I know that, I know that there's a lot of feelings about that. Like yeah. to, to, to decide that you're going to leave the band. Mm-hmm. But ultimately it didn't happen. Yeah. And you're in the fucking band. Thankfully. Still. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, being a part of the band has been one of the greatest parts of my life. It's been awesome. What's, how old were you when you joined the band? Or when I the was, band started uh, really? Like when the official... Um, when you st- started jamming with the guys and stuff. Okay. Do you I think, remember how old you were? Yeah, I think that was like springtime of my freshman year. So I think I would have been like 15. I think I was 15 years old. A and freshman? Yeah, that's whenever we started jamming. And then we had our first show uh, like August like 25th, I think, or something like that of my sophomore year. So I was okay. I was also 15 at that point. So then now I'm 19, so it's been like four years. So Okay. So were you, um, you're the freshman, you're the youngest in the bunch. Like mm-hmm. you were a young kid jamming yes. with like juniors and seniors yeah. or something. I, I looked at Rylan and Lucas like they were like above me because they were like these upperclassmen and they were like just like so cool. And I was so nervous going to like our first <laughs> practice because I was like, I don't even know these guys or whatever. But uh, it turned out being just fine. And right. I was at, I was actually playing guitar at first. Oh, uh, really? I, I don't know if, if you knew that or not, because Lucas no. was playing bass. Okay. And then he kind of realized that, like, singing and playing bass just, like, wasn't for him at the moment, you know? Okay. Uh, so he I wasn't just... going to Paul McCartney it. No. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of took over bass, but bass was my main instrument. So, like, okay. I was perfectly fine with that, and it's worked out. So let's yeah. go. Let's go further back. Do you, like, when did you... When did like when did your musical career mm-hmm. like when or what go, let's go back to music so yeah. like early like young Caden what was were you playing instruments your whole life was um, your family in music like how did you get into so my you're not originally from Santa Claus right uh no um I was born in Indianapolis then we moved to a few places like we moved to like Chicago and then okay. I and then I grew up because your dad's a preacher yes right yes okay. and then I I grew up uh in New Albany Indiana for like okay. a year or two gotcha. and then I moved to Santa Claus in uh first grade but um before that I was playing piano a little bit okay. and it wasn't like anything I was super devoted to. Cause you know, I'm just like this kindergarten kid or whatever. Right. But, um, <laughs> You're still learning how to it, read. Yeah. But, uh, talk. I, yeah, apparently, apparently I was decent for my age. Uh, and then whenever we moved, I, I, I took a break from music for a good, I would say like five years and then like fourth or fifth grade, I picked up bass. Okay. I don't even really know why I picked up bass rather than guitar. I think it was because I liked the bass parts in guitar hero is what it was. Oh really? I think, I think that's what, uh, that's what kind of sparked my interest, which that's is weird. Because usually, whenever people want to play guitar or like a stringed instrument, they go to lead guitar because they want to yes. play all the solos and everything. Yes, which it's, is reasonable. But. And like, I feel like when you're that age, you're looking up at these bands. Mm-hmm. A lot of the bass players are in the, in back. the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> except yeah. for like Flea. Yeah, he's kind of all over the place. I mean, there's like there, there's, there's exceptions. exceptions. Yeah. yeah, but like but for the, the most part, you got like Slash that's out there shredding, and everybody wants to right. be Slash. You know what I mean? Yes, so. including Rylan. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's he's in that category. Yes. So did you immediately start taking lessons on bass, or like how did that? So I took um, I took some lessons from the senior pastor at our old church for okay. a few months. 
I just wasn't really feeling it there. So I just kind of did it on my own for a little bit. And that was the best thing that ever could have happened to me musically. Uh, Because I started actually learning stuff that I wanted to learn. Like I I learned the bass line to Crazy Train. And I thought I was like (laughs) the best bass player on the planet. I just wanted to keep going, keep going, keep going. And then I started taking lessons at more music. And that's what like kind of really got me going, you know, into like all the crazy stuff like arpeggios and chords and all that. uh, Understanding like the theory and what's like going on behind the music. Um, but Did a you lot know of it, theory before that. At I all? knew very little just from school. You know okay. what I mean. So like, just like you're pretty versed in theory now. Like yeah, when you talk about it and stuff. You know way more than I do about theory. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me. Yeah, and yeah. there's always way more to learn about theory. It's like this never-ending rabbit hole that you can just yes. go down. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's useful too. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, I I knew very little theory, and then I started learning more about it at more music. But and then I really learned it like just kind of playing around on my own. Okay. Um. So I'm mostly self-taught, but uh, self-taught, but I've had like a few like lessons here or there, like okay. throughout my career. So when you when you went to more music, was it EMA already? Yes. Yeah, okay. I was, and I took a lessons from a guy named Jason, and uh, he was probably it definitely was one of the best play like the best players I've ever heard in my entire life. And is he still around? Uh, he doesn't work there anymore. No, I, he might live in the area, but okay. I'm not entirely sure. But he was a beast on the bass and it's just kind of crazy because to think that like a lot of the best bass players in the world like are just they could be random people that no one knows because they don't play on stages you know what i mean yes yeah that's true i never really thought about that until i took lessons with them you know what i mean well and like i I was thinking this uh earlier today too thinking about you like just you playing bass and this band and stuff i was thinking Mm -hmm. from my experience this past year trying to find good bass players Mm -hmm. They're all taken, like, yeah. first of all. <laughs> like, they're all in bands, which is yeah. fine, but, like, they're all also... They're just harder... They're, like, there's less good bass players. Yeah. There's a lot of good guitar players mm-hmm. in our area. I don't know. I, I don't really know the degree of good and great yeah, uh, guitar players. But, yeah, there's... The bass players are harder to find. Yeah, it's really hard to find, a, a like, a solid bass player that's, like, really in-depth, knows what they're doing. Like, yes. a- everyone can play root notes or whatever. But, yes. like, if you want to, like, throw in some fills or, like, follow the drum rhythms and everything, that's kind of harder to find. And, like, if you're a bass player, you're always going to have a job. You know what I mean? You're not yes. competing with everybody. That's but, true. like, if you're a guitarist, like, everyone plays guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I feel like for job security, I picked the right instrument. <laughs> so, yes. I, I, I'm happy with that. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. I think so, so too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, it's harder to find. I reached out to several. I mean, I reached out to everybody locally who mm-hmm. I knew, and I didn't get one single f- available bass player <laughs> to even do anything. Oh my god! You know, so yeah. like, it's just yeah, they're just they're just it's hard to come to by. Find. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Yeah. yeah. So so you're in. So did the band members like? So you get to high school. Mm-hmm. You play. You play. You're playing bass all through middle school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I started in elementary school. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So by that time, you're taking lessons in middle school? Uh, or yeah, high school? Uh, middle school, I was taking lessons. And then okay. high school, I kind of went on my own for a little bit. Okay. So, so and then, then I, yeah. The guys know that you're playing, these guys in school know that you're playing the bass? Yeah, I guess so. Um, Were you in band? So I, I was in band, uh, but I think this is how they found me. I'm pretty sure this is a story. So I posted a video of me playing guitar to um on 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 my instagram and uh it was an avenged sevenfold song 
and I think it was Nightmare was the song. I don't know if you know that song okay, or not. I don't know. I know very little about. I know yeah, a couple of their hits, but it's like a metal song, you know. Okay. Um, and it was probably a pretty poor version of it. You know what I mean? But uh, I think well, you were Luke, getting it. You were probably like I was. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Maybe know. you weren't. <laughs> but like I was like a freshman, and I posted it just because I thought it was cool. Um, and then I guess Lucas saw it, and then Lucas ended up showing Rylan, and then Rylan hit me up and he's like yo you like rock and roll and i'm like yeah i remember that yeah and i'm like yo you like rock and roll yeah (laughs) that's the The iconic line line. yeah Yeah, that's from rylan cox and then uh, i was like yeah man so uh we uh started jamming and then uh just kept going kept going and then eventually we're the strangers so i forgot so yeah i forgot you said you originally came in with the guitar yeah so at, at at some point then you picked up the bass and everybody's like oh shit okay you can play bass well, I think they already knew that I could play bass, okay. but I think it was because Lucas wanted to play bass and okay. sing. But the thing was, if I'm, I may be wrong about this, but I think Lucas just didn't really feel like singing and playing at the same time. So and then I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll just play bass with the band. You know what I mean? Because he was just standing in, or not standing in, but he was singing because you didn't have a singer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then he eventually like realized that he just wanted to do it and then he started getting really good and then we're like okay yeah and practicing and taking lessons yeah he was very very good about like intentionally bettering himself and he's gotten like insane like insane like insane amount of improvement oh yeah it's been awesome he's been amazing so since i met him like from our first sessions ever which were demo sessions yeah grandma girlina's newberg place yes uh (laughs) From that moment, and I haven't listened to the demos that we mm-hmm. did first, but Lucas said, he's like, dude, if you listen to those and then you listen to new records mm-hmm. or like new recordings of his vocal, it sounds like a different, totally different does. person. Yeah. And, and I know from that moment to even finishing the first record with you guys, like I think the last song we did was Sweet Holly mm-hmm. and he came in and knew what he wanted and like just killed it. Like mm-hmm. he act, like that was the first song where like we didn't do any... Like stopping going, like yeah, it was just yeah. like a couple full takes. All right, man, it worked yeah. out. Yeah, we, it worked we got really it. Well, yeah, it was yeah. good. So he has improved a shit ton. Yeah, over he the last definitely couple has. Years. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. So so then the band, yeah. So then the band sticks together. You mm-hmm. guys start. You play your first show when you're a sophomore. Yeah. And then, so then Noah was he in the band right away? Uh, so I can't remember. So he was there for our first show. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't the first drummer. No. Uh, we went through a couple of guys before Noah, and they just like weren't the right fits for just whatever reasons. Um, and then whenever uh, we had the idea of Noah, it's kind of a debate between me or me and Lucas of who had Let's the hear idea. Your story. So I I believe I was the one who thought of Noah Loper being in the <laughs> band. Um, I'm I'm pretty much a hundred percent sure. Because I was in a previous band with him uh, called In the Basement, and they were like, which is that James's band? Yeah, James's still? band, James okay. Werney. Yeah, so James. Yes. Uh, Shout out to James. Yeah, Werney. I think you guys were talking about him on Lucas's a podcast. Little bit. Yes, um, yeah, because he came out during the benefit show and played a couple yes, songs. Yes, with you guys. So I actually played a show with Noah and James back in 2017. Okay, uh, and I think I was like in eighth grade or something like that, and that was in that metal band. So I always knew Noah was like a really good drummer. So. uh Whenever we were having issues finding a, like a permanent drummer, I thought of Noah, and I didn't think he was gonna say yes at first, really? just because like I haven't talked to him in forever. You know, it's been a while. Was he a senior? Noah, when you were a, Noah, when you were a freshman. Or Noah, he was graduated. Noah graduated. Yeah, oh, no, shit. Noah was graduated. Um, 
Yeah, I think he would graduate like the year before or something like that. Yeah, or maybe even later. I don't know. Two years older than Lucas and Rylan. Is that what it is? I thought so. Okay, yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, I had the idea of him from in the basement, and uh, he came over and he started jam with us. And he was he, like, we were all having a great time, <laughs> just playing like "Highway Tune" by Greta Van Fleet, and yeah, like, just like ripping <laughs> it, you know. And then, uh, yeah, it just it just kept gelling and uh it was working more and more and more so yeah that's was, awesome that's my side of the story um you can ask lucas about his side of the story yeah i will but i think he might have said his side of the story on uh i don't think it was very convincing documentary yeah <laughs> and i don't think either of you got the stage to really like set in place no the yeah. story but yeah but uh so okay, so then you guys, so that's the lineup. James doesn't stick with you, but that's no, the yeah. lineup. It's solidified. Mm-hmm. Then, I guess we're just doing a fucking history here, a little band. Yes, we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. But, let's dive but, in. <laughs> yeah, but then, then you guys play uh, throughout, or like you're playing show, or did you play many shows? We didn't play a whole lot of shows after okay. that first show. Um, I think we were just mainly focused on uh, kind of writing our, our own music at that point. Okay. Uh, we did play the Dale Fall Fest pretty much immediately after okay. our first show. And like we were just super excited. And actually, we weren't supposed to play that show because we reached out to them and they said uh, that they were already full. They didn't have like, they already had all their bands set in, in place. But then some guy had like a throat issue at the <laughs> Fall Fest. So the day before, they contact us and they're like, hey, we have a four-hour slot if you want to come and fill oh it. Oh, my God. So we're, we say, we, yeah, we say yes, and we don't have four hours of material. We don't know what we're going to do. Um, I'm at play the, the same set twice. I don't remember. I think we did repeat some songs, but we did like a lot of jamming or something like that. Oh, okay. But, um, which can be just as enjoyable. Yeah, it can for, be. If the um, musicians are good. Yeah, which we were kind of rusty back then. L- looking at videos of us back then was kind of like, eh, you know, <laughs> you, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, the Dale Fall Fest was like kind of like the big thing in our area. That's where like every, like all the kids went to to have fun. It's oh, like, yeah. it's like a, an annual thing. Uh, so whenever we got that offer, we immediately jumped on it uh, without knowing what exactly we were gonna do for it. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, it was an experience. So yeah. And like I think I met you probably shortly after that. Uh, I think I met. You, I think I got my first text from Rylan at like the end of 2018 or mm-hmm. something or the beginning, of, which we didn't get together right away. Like it took some time before I eventually came to the jam room. Yeah. And heard you guys play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you played some original stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of foggy on that timeline, to be honest. I don't really remember when that was. Yeah. I think it was 28, like the end of 2018. But like, that's when I met you guys. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I started coming around a little bit more. I didn't have Wally Opus or anything. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even, I owned two microphones, I think, at the time. Like, I didn't have... (laughs) Anything. I didn't have anything. And he asked me if like I record bands. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I can figure it out. But, um, and then... So then uh, I guess I come around a little bit more mm-hmm. and then we sign, we sign a first, like one year deal mm-hmm. we make, we start making a record. Yeah. Uh, and then, but then shortly after that, let's see, no, it would have been six months after that. Uh, Noah passes away mm-hmm. from an accidental overdose. Yeah. Band goes on halt for a sec. Mm-hmm. And then we came together in this very room yeah. almost where you're sitting yeah. literally there's a video of you sitting on your bass amp yeah playing right here literally yeah. i think almost exactly where yeah. you're sitting like playing over some drums yeah so let's go back to that first like those first moments when mm-hmm. we started 
cutting the new record. Like, yeah. What do you re- do? You well, remember? I remember the first meeting that we had all together after Noah passed. It was down here yeah. um, in the studio, and it was very stripped back. We were in the There's process. nothing really here. Yeah, you were, like, just building it or whatever. Um, yeah. We were all kind of just, like, leaning up against the walls, sitting down, just talking through, like, do we still want to do this? Um, right. And I think we all came to the conclusion that we wanted to do it. We just didn't know how because right. we didn't really have anything except for the demos uh of noah on drums yeah and that was just kind of the perfect solution for having him live on in the music yep um so then we just kind of agreed to do that um but yeah and because yeah there was no drummer there was no backup drummer yeah we didn't know anybody either yeah exactly and and at the time too which looking back now, I actually think that I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday about something else, but it kind of applies here that like I think subconsciously we were like when we started doing that work to Noah's drums, mm-hmm. it was almost like a form of healing or a form of like mm-hmm. processing our emotions. It and, really like, was. Yeah. It it really brought everybody back together because you know, for anybody who's ever lost somebody like I was I never lost anybody when I was your guys' age, especially mm-hmm. somebody close, yeah. somebody who I was in a part of something with, like yeah. a band. But like, from my perspective, watching you guys, you kind of like, it kind of, uh, it broke the unit for just a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A couple yeah. mo- or a month or two yeah. before we came back together. But even then it was like, it's not like everybody came back together and it was just jolly, chippy. Yeah, yeah. Let's make a record. Exactly. You know, it was like, yeah. how the hell are we going to do this? Yeah, it, it, even if we wanted to do it. Like, yeah. I, I know, um, I, th- I think Rylan was talking about, like, he had a hard time, I believe, with, like, the the riffs that we jammed with Noah. Like, we didn't know if we could, like, still play those riffs and that it would feel the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just because it was, like, so special to us because they were, like, jam sessions that we would have with him. So we didn't even know if we wanted to do it. Yeah. But um, until we fi- figured out the whole demos uh, with Noah thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we kind of took a little break. Um, we all needed to heal a little bit. Um, obviously, it's an ongoing process. Yeah. Um, but... I think after we kind of got over like a like the first month or two, yeah, um, that's whenever we were kind of ready to like come back together and then like talk it out like yeah. as a group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which that was really good. Um, that just, was just like everyone being real with each other. Just like <laughs> you know, there, there was there was lots. Yeah, there was. I know, dude. There was lots of emotions flying around at that time. I um, know, but. Yeah, it was, uh, and then we ultimately decided to to carry on with it. So yeah, which I think was the best decision that we could have made. So I think so too. And it, yeah. you know, looking back now, um, I mentioned this a little bit on Lucas's podcast or Ryan. I don't even remember, but like I said, and and this is all due respect mm-hmm. to Noah, to to his family, to mm-hmm. you guys, to everybody. But I really feel like that that his benefit show mm-hmm. was kind of the like the the goodbye mm-hmm. not to Noah but to that specific chapter of the strangers in terms of like um i feel like now it's not so much Teelan's taking Noah's place mm-hmm. it's that Teelan has formed his own place within the band yeah you know what i mean i i understand what you're saying yeah, yeah. and Noah yeah. lives on because yeah. he wrote the first record the, the, yeah, and played on the record yes. like yes. so i but I think looking back now, it's like, dude, that's the best 
way that you guys could have honored your fallen brother was like yeah the record the artwork yeah and the that shows that was really good for the whole like healing process too because like it just brought back so many memories and everything and like for me i played two sets that night because we actually had yeah in that's the, true yeah we had it's in the basement show. yeah we, yeah we had in the basement open up for the strangers so i played in two sets so I played the same songs I that I about that. Yeah, so I played the same songs that I played with Noah with in the basement, yeah. followed by the same songs that I played with him with the stranger. So it was like a whole thing. Like it just felt so right. And then by the end of the night, it was just like it, it was really good for all of us. I think it was. So. I think so too. And it was yeah. good for the community because like yes. I truly believe that you guys are a like you're a grassroots movement mm-hmm. in in our area yeah. in terms of like especially in Santa Claus like <laughs> you guys have like the reason I think are a, a major reason yeah I think that you guys won this DW contest mm-hmm. the, the twitch the twitch voting for example was because you have such loyal friends family absolutely and yes. fans yes that like that you know, like Lucas said in one round, you guys beat somebody that has like a hundred thousand monthly listeners. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, they might not even know a hundred of their fans. Yeah, you know what that's I mean. True. Yeah. And like, you guys personally know a ton of people. Yeah. That you utilize. Yeah. And are like that well, you we pull have, from. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of really people love are supporting to. you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. We have such an amazing connection with our fans. Like a lot of like like we know a lot of them personally, and they'll like come out and support us to different events. Like we just played like the Christie Fall Fest, and we had a bunch of people come just to see us. You know what I mean? That was that was just it's just like an amazing feeling whenever people just show up for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and then we like to show up for them and like hopefully give back by like you know new music and all that new shows. Yes. Uh, Yes. But yeah, it's it's been cool, dude. I think one of the biggest things you can do to give back to people who look up to you or who follow you mm-hmm. is doing what you're doing like like making them proud <laughs> because yeah, i hope so yeah the, these people are the early adopters like they're gonna be able to say i saw the strangers when they played the yeah. christmas fall fest <laughs> or like i would like i know some people still say i was at their first show uh-huh. at that uh it was at the uh the uh the rec center in the village of yeah, santa claus yeah. in christmas league there's village. some epic videos of lucas yeah, uh, crowd, crowd surfing, surfing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was crowd surfing to shadow uh, that oh was, that, sweet yeah that Your was original that was so funny and that we yeah there, there was like about 90 high school kids there that we just it was just all just all of our friends were there having a great time like yes. I, I remember we played smells like teen spirit that night and like literally the crowd went absolutely wild like they were all jumping up and down like starting <laughs> mosh pits and everything and it was yeah. just like our first show we probably we probably didn't play the best you know it didn't prob- matter yeah you it guys didn't. Were loud instruments it was the energy you know yes, what i mean it yes. was it was the moment so we and were th- all captured i think it like really like it shows the area that you're from too i mm-hmm. mean like not a lot happens there Mm-mm. except for holiday world yeah holiday world's a fucking big deal mm-hmm. i was googling it this morning trying to figure <laughs> out your uh My what the name of the <laughs> cell, uh, what the name of the the, the stage theater was yeah yeah but um but like i think that it's just there's not a ton that happens there so when somebody mm-hmm. so when something sparks like you got you know something starts taking off it really is like a communal thing people yeah. want you it's like when the football team goes to state and everybody's yeah. like Come on, you know we're yeah. rooting for the home team. Yeah, it, we don't we don't have a whole lot that goes on in our town. You know, we have right. just I don't, I don't, it's like a two thousand person town. Um, 
you know, I, I mean, I guess like we have Jay Cutler that went to our um, our high yeah, school, and then that, that was, was a big deal. That was a huge deal, and then like kind of nothing for like the rest of time. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. we're, we're kind of hoping to do something special, you know? Yeah. Um, and hopefully we can give back. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a small town, and it's played in our favor, and I I wouldn't change the thing about it. So, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I mean, dude. It's like it really is like it. it like I think to make you know. People love seeing that though. Like people that they know go on. Like you guys play in the ba- the main stage. Mm-hmm. It's just like a really big deal for a place that doesn't have yeah a lot of big deal yeah stuff yeah. And, and for all the people who knew you and Noah was in your band, especially your like friends and family, close knit that close knit circle. I really think uh, like kind of going back a little bit, but like the way that you guys handled it, all the shows, the documentary, like. Play in the documentary um, in the middle of the give back uh, Noah's give back concert. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff was like it was a way to honor him. But I, I looking back now, I'm like it was a way to heal. Like it was a way to process. Yeah, and really like you was. said, it's still happening. But yeah. I I just think looking back now, I'm like I'm so proud of the way that you guys handled it. That like we went about it as a like little yeah. squad. Yeah, but. Yeah. It, it wasn't easy, like you said. No. I mean, it look like looking back now, it's like, oh, we just made her like, but it definitely was a lot not of easy. days yeah. down here recording yeah. guitar, Rylan playing with his tone, and yeah, just that tons was the time, and that was know? the entire day, yeah, <laughs> just playing with guitar tone. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. was it was interesting. I would like knock out my my bass tracks fairly quickly, and then like I just like sit around and watch Rylan move knobs around on his amp. You yeah, know what I mean? well, the, but, dude, I actually. I actually check, check, check. You're still there. Can you talk? Yeah, check. Okay, check. good. Yeah. Sorry, I heard some static. I didn't know what that was. Oh no, it's the second time I've heard that. Huh. I feel like there might be some static in the hmm. signal somewhere. Anyway, okay, but I actually had that written down in some of my notes. Was like, I'll just read what I wrote. Okay. When yeah. I think back, I think about recording your parts, and I think you might have had the simplest part in making the record in terms of like uh we use the original drums so you pretty much knew your parts Mm -hmm. the only thing that was different i'm not reading this thing anymore but like the only thing that was really different was like there was some songs that we we edited we Mm -hmm. cut and pasted and moved shit around but like you and you made up a few new parts Mm -hmm. like in shadow yeah 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 I remember you played that. I'm like, ooh, that's nice. Yeah, we're putting that in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you really, like, yours was, and I feel like bass is pretty straightforward in that way. We're not we're not layering six bases. Yeah. And yeah. doing all this intricate Work shit. Work on it, yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, yeah, I had I had my parts pretty much solidified whenever I came in here. Where, uh, as with, like, Rylan and Lucas, we were, like, playing with different riffs or melodies or tones or layering guitars to see yep. what effects we could get with it. Um, but luckily with bass, uh, and like, I had my parts pretty much solidified. I didn't have to go through a whole lot of that process. It was just pretty quick, so. But I feel like what's useful about, okay, yes, you laid down your parts, but it doesn't mean that you weren't here, like, listening, yeah. giving input, saying something doesn't sound right mm-hmm. like you were a good like for example if we're sitting here making or if we're recording and it's and it's rylan recording guitar parts mm-hmm. and it's me and rylan for three hours recording this part and it's just i'm not sure how to feel about it we can consult on you at the mm-hmm. time and be like 
or does it sound good? Like, what do you think? You know, yeah. and you're there. Like, so I do feel that, you know, in, in writing that, it was like you had the simplest part in recording or it was like the simplest process in recording you for the record. But like your input was invaluable because you know music. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really cool do to hear. feel that yeah, way. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And you played, you played guitar on Do the Ice Sparkle. Oh, yeah. 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 We did do that. Yeah. Uh, you played all the bass parts, which that, that is was, a song. <laughs> that uh, Natural Forces. Natural Forces. Yeah. That is a song where we did do a bunch of bass work. Yeah. So I take back what I said a second ago because that is one song where we went. Yeah, I don't think people really know the the kind of the story behind that song. Uh, yeah, I remember, tell it from your perspective. Yeah, so I I remember it was just me, you, and Lucas in the studio down here one day. Yeah, yeah one day, and like we're talking about, hey, we like we should throw in like an intro to Electric Love on the album. Because I think um, you were doing that live, weren't you? We yeah yeah we were doing okay. that live yeah that we were dun, dun, yeah dun, yeah dun, so. Uh, you were just like, yeah, let's just like start and see what happens. You know what yeah. I mean? So like I start playing the the little ar- arpeggio thing that I have going on. Um, and then like Rylan wasn't there. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I have to throw on a lead part now, but yeah. I don't have a guitar on me. So I just <laughs> did it on bass. Uh, and then you like pitched it up on, like an octave, an octave or, or something. Two, yeah. And then I did like a little tapping arpeggio. Yes. Um, that you then like you did you put like a modulator on it or what did you do? Yeah, I put a like a filter that pans it from left to right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay, and it, then you, you I think you shifted it up an octave as well. I think so. Well, yes, I might have shifted it up too. Like it goes, it goes you like I think the for the first set. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, know, fucking, I don't really That's remember accurate. the notes exactly, but it's like yeah, yeah. But the way that it moves is like from left to right. Yes. In one octave. And I think for the second half of that section, it like, I think I might have. It goes up another octave, another doesn't it? Octave, it does. Think, and so. I love that effect on it. And yeah. honestly, it kind of pays homage to like my, the greatest influence on my musical journey, which is Muse. Oh, and yeah. Sweet. It sounds just like some of their like synth parts that they have going on. And like, I was so happy to see like my influence on the album that was like like stamped in there you know what i mean yeah, like that's like yeah. a moment i know hey i drew influence from this band you know what i mean yes. and it's it's pretty obvious too now that you but, say that i think i remember you saying that yeah at the time yeah that like it sounds similar to yeah something that they could you know that they that could they do yeah. yeah exactly yeah but um yeah so then i have so we had the uh the bass like kind of like the bass line to it. We had the yeah. arpeggios that I tapped on, and then we had the the, the lead part that we put yeah. on there. And then Lucas, yeah, yeah, that yeah. part. And then Lucas threw on his his vocals that kind of foreshadows into Electric Love, and it's just kind of like a nice little one minute intro thing that we've yep. extended it for live now. But it's a really good part of the album, and I'm, people love it. Yeah, there's a sign. I was your, I was so shocked. Yeah, yeah, sign <laughs> at your at your album release party. Which was epic, or not party show? Yeah, that someone said like play natural forces yeah, or something. That made me feel so good because like th- that was like <laughs> that was like one song on the album that like I I pretty much wrote like all of the parts for you yeah. know and I and yeah. I played all like all the parts on it so like I wasn't really expecting that song to like 
really reach a whole lot of people but right. there was a lot of people who really liked it and so much so that they like brought a sign with them and whenever i saw that sign on stage i was like oh my goodness that is the coolest thing ever yes. you know what i mean yeah so then whenever we actually got to that part of the show like that person was like screaming their heads <laughs> off and i was like this is so cool you know what i mean because yeah. i just wasn't expecting anything that like to come out of that because it's just like an intro song it's an, you know yeah I mean? it's like kind of like an interlude almost yeah like it's a that's short what it is. snippet yeah. yeah that's all it is yeah yeah but uh, that's cool. I like it. Yeah. You know, though, like when I listen, okay, there was a, two other parts that were added after the fact. Mm-hmm. Rylan brought in his lap steel. Do you remember that part? Oh, uh, yes. Isn't that kind of like the ear candy thing? Yes. In there? Yeah. It's yeah. mostly just like, we yeah, reversed yeah. some of it and all this shit. But like when I, when I listen to that song as well, the feeling I get is that, and I think that might be why some people really gravitate towards it, is that you're listening to this record. If you listen to it from start to finish, you're kind of on this path of rock and roll, mm-hmm. and then it, it slows down a little bit with "Do the Eye Sparkle." Mm-hmm. That's an acoustic song, and then, but then when it goes to Natural Forces, it's really a different vibe. It is, you know, and it's, it's almost got like a an electronic like. It's kind of like a psychedelic thing almost. Yeah. Because like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it takes you on like this atmospheric journey almost. Yes. Or at least that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from it. And it's kind of like, steer. I think this is cool about, about the album is that it's kind of steering us in the direction that we're going. Because like, yeah. granted, we are still like, rock and roll or whatever yeah. but like we definitely have influences from other like like other genres now coming in on us oh yeah and it's cool how the end of the album kind of resembles that you know what i yes, mean so it's yeah. kind of like oh where are we going next and then the next album's going to be like different you know what i mean so yeah. i'm excited for that that's awesome yeah. yeah and i actually uh i told lucas this too mm-hmm. um i had to give him kudos for standing his ground because I didn't want I wanted him to add a first verse to Electric Love I remember that yeah <laughs> but now when I listen to the album in, in its context and its entirety from start to finish I feel like Natural Forces is such a good lead in to Electric Love because it like it gives you a taste of what's to come in, mm-hmm. the, in the in like the breakdown the bridge section of yeah, Electric yeah. Love but like it also is like very soothing and then when Electric Love when the chorus hits for the first time, like a little bit into the song, it's so powerful. <laughs> I really think, I mean, like I was in the car, the last time I heard it, I listened to it, the last half of the album consecutively. Yeah, yeah. And then when Electric Love hit, I was like, oh, like I turned it up, I'm like, <laughs> It hits <"Fuck."> just right. <laughs> yeah, it's That's badass. awesome to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, but you know, when you're making the music, you don't think of it, I mean, you think of it in the context of an album, but you yeah. don't listen to it that way. Like, Absolutely. I was listening to Expe- it as each song, I'm like, I'm thinking about the music, yeah. you know. Well, that's how we were like working on it. Like we, you work on a song one, t- like one song at a time. So you're yeah. trying to think like, what can I do to make this song the best song it can instead of what can I make like, how can I make this song best fit the album? You know right, what I mean? Right. And I really like that we didn't have, like, a like a little verse for the intro. Of, Me too. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, this is where my mind goes a lot, because I like, I like singles. Uh-huh. I like, I like commercial music. I don't like shitty music, but I like, I like songs that are traditional in their structure. Format. Yeah, yeah, their structure. Yeah. Just because that's, that's like what I grew up listening to, and I enjoy, I like, all kinds of music for the most part but i just mean mm-hmm. when i'm thinking a lot of the times i do think of i'm yeah. like there's no 
there's a verse section with no words. Yeah. Like it needs a verse. Yeah. But now when I hear it, I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a, it's a funny thing. Uh, because I was at this, uh, fantasy rock camp in Florida. Right. Okay. And, um, I showed this song electric love to some of like the, uh, the instructors there, okay. which are like these like world renowned people right name, name three of them or uh so something. you got Vinny Appice's played with Black Sabbath um Dio uh he's played on like records such as like Paranoid Iron Man like a bunch of huge records Amazing. right uh you have Tony Franklin which uh he has been he's toured with like uh, I'm trying to think Kenny Wayne Shepherd um The Firm which is with Jimmy Page so like he's he's played with a lot of people. Um, so you're showing this shit to some to some big guys. People. Yeah. Um. Then there's like Billy Sheehan, which is like one of my greatest influences on bass. There's like a bunch of people in this room. Did right. You get to jam with him. Uh, I had I got the opportunity to play his bass actually, and yeah, that was like <laughs> the coolest thing ever. And uh, he 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 said that's nice playing, man, and that made my entire life. You know oh, what I mean? I was shit. like one of my like icons just told me that he thought my playing was cool. You oh, know what I yeah. mean? Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, I, so I was showing these instructors in this class uh, the song Electric Love. Okay, and um. It gets to like the drum solo, right? Okay. Which is kind of like this uh, sporadic drum solo that yes. Noah did. That was just kind of a style, you know? And uh, Vinny Apice, the drummer for Black Sabbath, he kind of, uh, he was not a huge fan of it. Um, and he was, he, he was kind of v- vocal about it. And then Tony Franklin steps in and he has the completely opposite opinion of him. You know, uh, and Tony was talking about what they how, say. Okay, so, sorry, you're about to say. Well, yeah. So, uh, so Vinny was was just kind of he was just I don't even know what his deal was really, but um, and then Tony steps in and he's like, well, I would really like to hear this in like the context of an album because I can hear this being like a really cool moment of the story. You know what I mean? And um, so Tony was all for it. Uh, so it was just kind of cool seeing like these two legends going at it about our own song. You know what I mean? Like one of them's like not a fan like of that specific part, and then the yeah. other one's like fighting like tooth and nail for it. You know what I yes, mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's I I, I kind of uh, agree with Tony in the fact that like a lot of that song you have to hear in the context of an album to really understand it. You know what I mean? I think so too. So yeah. And you know, like what's cool about that specific song today, even mm-hmm. Noah. Like Noah passed, and now here we are a year and a half later almost. Thielen, when he plays that song, that song yeah. becomes a highlight of the show in a lot of ways. It really does. Yeah. Because Thielen is a monster on fucking drums. He is. So you give him basically an un. No rules. Yeah, like no an rules. Un- uncontrolled time period, pat- like do whatever you want. For the next however long, yeah. and uh, we're gonna sit here until you hear like do 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 do. Yeah, and then exactly. It comes back in, yeah, and then you guys finish the song. That's but. actually one of my favorite parts of every show is that drum solo because I'm like he always does it differently. He never you has just never know. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm grooving with it every show, and it's just kind of cool. And then whenever he comes in with a dun 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 dun, then we go yes. right back into it. It's just so powerful. I love it so much. It is, and I but, think yeah. too. Like, if you're watching this show, it's a real entertaining moment because, yeah, like, people, even if you know the song, you might know that this part's coming, but like you said, it's always different. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he even goes into different, 
grooves. Like yeah. I think it was at the Fuchsia Fest where he started like slowing it down and yeah. like playing a nice ride, like playing a ride. No, yeah, because like he'll go into like <laughs> these like like tom fills or whatever, and then all of a sudden he goes into the, like the grooviest ride beat you will ever hear in your entire life. Yeah, and like everyone's just vibing with it, and then he just like stops randomly. You kind of forget that you're in the middle of a song. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And then he'll just go back to like the tom, like like his grooves or whatever. And then he goes back into the dun 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 dun. And yeah. We all go back into the whole song, the outro of it, and it's such. A, it's one of my favorite moments. So Tealin is. is a monster on drummer he is dude on drums i told yes i told uh i think i told lucas this but i'm like he's like a he's like a racehorse that can't wait to run like he sits down (laughs) to his drums like you hear him on the i was listening to the future recordings Mm because i'm mix remixing them and I heard him like Louis like, all right, let's go. Like, let, yeah. like he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. always like, let's just get going. Like, let's do it. Come yeah. on, like I'm ready to fucking play. You know? <laughs> no, that's how he is in practice too. He does not like to stop playing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we'll be taking a break and all of a sudden, oh, Tealon's on the kit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, it's yeah. great. And so something else that um like that it just made me think of with the drum field that's an exciting part mm-hmm. is I think your band now the current strangers Mm -hmm. are like you have this ability to go in and out of songs like like you connect your songs oh yes with these with these i know that you have practiced them like Mm -hmm. i know that like for example let's take sweet holly Mm -hmm. sweet holly live is a totally reworked song Mm -hmm. than the record or than the recording but like they both, I like them both in their own way. Yeah. But let's talk about the live one for a sec. You guys have like that intro now. Yes. You know, yes. and then it, and then, well, Lucas always has his little bit that he says, and then it like <laughs> goes into the intro. Yeah. But then the song kicks in, and then this extended jam. Towards the end. Towards the yeah. end. Yeah. Yes. And like, it's so fucking good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the whole jamming section at the end actually just came from like, like, in the moment jams live you know like we do Mm -hmm. plan the intros a lot um and then we kind of run through those and see what works and see what does not work uh but the ending jams section that's mainly like uh rylan's guitar solo and we'll just kind of feel it out see how we're feeling how long we want to go do you know like when you're playing in those extended jams you mm -hmm. don't necessarily know how long it's going to go right not all the time. Um, I I would say for Sweet Holly, we've kind of f- like found our groove with that, and we kind of all know when we're gonna end it now. But like whenever we're, they're starting to be formed, like we're all pretty open minded about like okay, we don't really have a set time for this. We're just gonna see what feels right. Okay. And then like after typically like a month or so of playing it, uh, we kind of find our our way in that, and then we kind of settle on something. So so, so when you're deep in a jam, yeah. on Sweet Holly. Is is it like how do you know when you're going to a new section? Like, cause like I'll hear you go yeah. back to like a main like do 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 yeah like you'll, yeah, you'll, yeah you'll you'll go in and out of but then for a while it's like we're veering off into a total jam <laughs> yeah but then it, it never leaves Sweet Holly like are you listening to Teelan's drum fills or so what's the signaling or is it just all so it's kind of subconscious it's it's kind of different for the the time period so like now that we've had it like figured out i know pretty much exactly how many times i'm gonna i'm gonna play each riff um but like whenever counting that in your head are you just 
Uh, just know. I, I can count it in my head, but like it, you can feel it too. Like, yeah. like you know, like whenever you played like a riff four times, that it's supposed to go to the next riff, and you can feel it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, but I can't count it. But uh, whenever it's being formed, like the jams being formed, it's kind of like just listening. Like a lot of my parts are listening to Tealin because like we're kind of like the backbone glue of the band. Like yes. like providing a like a foundation for Ryland to or a canvas to yes. for, for Ryland to paint whatever solo he wants to paint on it. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so that's kind of what we do. Um, but it's just kind of how we're feeling. Uh, a lot of it's, uh, the fills that Tealin does. And then like, if he switches to like a ride, I'm like, oh, that might sound good, but the chorus riff. So then I just try different things out until like we figure something out and I something gotcha. settles in. Yeah. But do so. you practice those extended jams in uh, practice? We do whenever we're prepping for a big show. So like the okay. show that we're about to do at Louder Than Life, we have all of our transitions completely planned. Um, we're going to run through that multiple times so we don't screw anything up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But if it's like, hey, we're playing at like the Dale Fall Fest for four hours, it's like, okay, let's just like jam and see what happens. You know yes, what I mean? Because we yeah. have as much time as we can. It's <laughs> so funny. You know that, what I mean? show, <laughs> that show used to be the show that you would prep your ass off for. Yeah. Now that's the show where you experiment. Yeah. It's kind of like a comedian who will play small clubs to try out some new material. Yeah. And then, you know, save the save what is good and what works for the <laughs> for the big shows. I guess. Yeah. But it, but it really like when I hear you guys, it doesn't sound even like the Troubadour show. Like mm-hmm. what's cool about all those transitions is it it doesn't sound planned. Like uh-huh. it feels uh it feels spontaneous. Yeah. And yeah. that is exciting like as a as a listener, as an yeah. audience member and i think it feels that way because that's where it was birth is is yeah. like out of like s- spontaneous moments you know what yes. i mean and we just kind of try to keep that vibe with the whole thing like we're a very jammy band you know we don't like right. we don't like having uh i guess uh we have to play this this many times and if we don't do it then like the song's wrong you know what i yeah. mean it's like we yeah. like to kind of experiment with songs and uh, there's some songs off the album that we play live now like sweet holly yeah. that have evolved like to be com- like not completely different but in certain ways different yes. and it's just like how we keep things interesting for us right cuz if we played sweet holly like it is on the record it would be fine but like we'd be bored out of our minds by like the 50th or 70th time we play it you know yes. what i mean yes so, like we we got to find ways to kind of keep it interesting so we just kind of do different jams we do different spins intros and di- just different things on it you know what i mean yes that's kind of how we keep like things relevant for us you know what that's I mean? awesome you yeah because like as a as an audience member too it's exciting because i can listen to the record yeah a million times and that's i can do that on my own but like when i go see you i never i'm never quite sure what i'm gonna get but yeah. I, i'm excited because i know it's gonna be that's sick. good to hear yeah, yeah so that's good to hear hopefully people like to come back and see us then yeah Ho- hopefully that's a good factor to have yeah. well and and i told uh lucas this but like so let's take the fuchsia fest for example mm-hmm. i'm there all day recording the bands and i hear a bunch of bands from just are you know just it's just it's not different genres all the time but mm-hmm. it's different sounds each yeah. band has a different sound atlas of the dogs comes on and kills it i thought they did a great job they did an amazing job yeah yeah and then honestly i was kind of thinking like how are the strangers <laughs> gonna do better than that <laughs> and like what i i think lucas said i don't know if this is on the podcast or after but he's like we feed off that man like he's yeah. like He's like, I don't always like to hear the band before us because sometimes it gets in my head. I don't yeah. want to be, you know, I don't want to, whatever. But like, 
because then you and really all all the night was like a it was like an upward trajectory of like energy and performances uh-huh. because like when you guys came in it was like holy shit this is like <laughs> like this th- and you guys played a perfect set like it was well, the sun you. was going down that everybody was cool. like yeah. everybody was there at that point their the food was there like it was just like a, it was a vibe people yeah. had been there for a while it was a cool vibe yeah and i like that a lot yeah but like you guys came in did your thing and like but what 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 stand what what you do versus at that time all the other bands there in my opinion and it's no shade to anybody yeah but like you guys, I know, work your asses off to get shit right in mm-hmm. practice. And then you played a bunch of shows this summer. And like you guys came in there like a like a really like like a really fit band. Well, like thank you know you. what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah, you were yeah. like sharp. You knew your shit. Yeah. There's yeah. no it's like you know each other. You're not you're not up there like talking like what do we do? It's just oh, like okay, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like yeah. you're just it's like you're like a you're like a basketball team at the end of the season who's really been playing You've together. Practiced all season. You're, yes, you're you know polished. how each other are thinking. Yeah, you've been yeah. through some shit together at this uh-huh. point. You know, you played a bunch of games. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's thank just you. like that's, I could just that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yes, and uh, we we do feed off of like especially Atlas of the Dogs because. I think a lot of uh, the feeding off has to do with like relationships that you have with the people in the band. Yeah, because like we're we're pretty good friends with them. You know, like mm-hmm. like we had a, a show here at Tiki on Main yes. in Evansville, and that was the first time we ever met them. Super cool guys. Uh, we hung out afterwards, yeah. um, but like. I have like I, I just know like if we weren't like like super like friendly with them or like we just didn't have like a good relationship like we may have been like not as feeding off of that you know what I mean right like we we could have taken it personally or something like that right, or something right. stupid you know but yeah, that's the good part about like like for example those guys they have a different sound their mm-hmm. records sound especially their newer stuff yes which we're working on a new record right I'm excited now. for it yeah I'm excited halfway, for it we're halfway done but um, oh okay yeah. halfway done okay <laughs> yeah yeah they were just in here yesterday and they're going to come back on friday okay. so okay. Like we're in the midst of it but can you tell me how many songs are not on there oh, not, not on the podcast no 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 no, no. Okay. it's just okay. one okay. song sorry oh, a single it's okay. a single okay okay sorry sorry okay. i did say record no, I, that, that, record. that's where my mind goes. Is yes. that okay? Yeah. Cool. I'm so excited. Just one for one song. Okay. But uh, what what's cool about them is like they're a different sound. Mm-hmm. They they're especially their newer stuff. Your guys' newer stuff is a different sound, and you're really two different bands. We are. So you're yeah. not competing. No. For no. anything. No. But in your similar age groups, mm-hmm. their band has a different dynamic. Like they're you know Jacks on in their band, their lead singer is very, like, like. I don't know if flamboyance the word, but like, uh-huh. <laughs> like that's probably not the right word. I don't mean anything <laughs> by that, Jax. He's I mean, a showman. Like, yeah. He's a showman. Yeah. Yes, Lucas is more in the band. Yeah, you know I, what I, I mean. I feel like Atlas is more like like frontman heavy. You know what I yes. mean? Like such yes. as like a like a Soundgarden. You know what I mean? Yes. Where like Chris Cornell is like in the front. Which the only reason I'm saying Soundgarden is because I was listening to Lucas's podcast and you guys mentioned Reference, him. Yeah. 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 Reference so, to them, yeah. Um, but yeah, and like in in our band, I definitely feel like Lucas is more part of like the entire group. You know, what he I mean? is. So, and Dude, I like that vibe better. But. I do too. Like prime example is at the Troubadour concert. Mm-hmm. You guys played first, tough slot. Yeah, <laughs> but <Yep>. you <laughs> it. it. Started off look kind of funny watching it online because Lucas throws up his hands 
and you're not there. You're on the other side. Yep. <laughs> but I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. But it happens. It was muscle memory, dude. He was yeah. just doing, but, uh, but so like you guys played, Lucas is, he's not reserved because he's singing, he's moving around, he's playing his shit, but he's, he is a member of the band. He's mm-hmm. not like out in front. Like the other guy, yeah. the other band, Breed. Breed, yeah. Yeah, that guy, it was more of like a in the front screaming, getting, the, clout, yeah, he yeah, was, getting the crowd to do a bunch of crazy He was climbing shit. up the, 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 what do you call it? Uh, he the tru- was, like the rafters? Or yeah, whatever. he was yeah. climbing up in the rafters, you know. It, like pretty much a lot of the focus was on him, you know what I mean? Yes, but. yeah. Whereas you guys are really a unit. Like mm-hmm. you're, the musicians in your band, you included, are so good that like the sound just is the thing. Well, like thank this, you. Yeah. yeah, the sound pushes. I actually think Lucas might be here. I keep seeing something walk by the window, but... Okay. Hell, he can come down here, but he's just probably walking around out there. <laughs> but... He'll do himself. <clears throat> yeah. He'll, he'll do Lucas. Anyway, we can... Dude, this is fun. We can... Let's do this again. Yeah, let's okay? do it. Because you're fun to talk to, and we just blew through well, in like thank an you. Hour, over an hour. Yeah. And cool. we really Let, didn't yeah, even get into half the shit. But before you go... um, Okay, I have two things before you go. One yes. thing, I, have you listened to the end of any of these podcasts? Uh, I haven't listened to the end, no. Okay, so did you know that there's a segment at the uh, end where I ask no. random questions? No, okay. but so, no, I'm, I'm down for that. I have one segment during the show, and it's called Don't Think, Just Act. Oh so boy. don't think, just oh say boy. what comes to mind. Uh, so I'm going to rifle off 10 terms, names, ideas, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, oh boy. nothing okay. scary. It's all good. All right. Okay. Bring this a little closer so I can see. Sloan Struble. Oh, Dayglo. Yeah. Yeah. I love Dayglo. <laughs> that guy's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. super nice. Yeah. So that yeah, I, I was uh I was listening to Dayglo this morning <laughs> on Spotify and on his <laughs> I don't know why I like looked at his bio. I never yeah. look at bios or I rarely do. Yeah. Sometimes I do, but it, it, it talked about his name, Sloan Struble. Yeah. I'm like I remember Caden saying this yeah. one time. So am I like the, am, am I like allowed to talk about it a little bit or a no? A little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, I went to this like concert that my friend was playing at in Texas, and I actually got to go backstage and like eat lunch with that guy, and he was the nicest guy you could ever meet. That's awesome. Yeah, he was. He awesome. gives that vibe off in his music. Yeah, yeah. Very he's, friendly. He's exactly how you would expect him to be. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, Sloan Struble. Brett Mulzer. Oh, more music. Yeah, he's the guy. I love Brett. Yeah. He's a, he's he's a, a local legend. Yes, he really is. Lucas is here? Okay, tell him we're almost done. Okay. Then he can come down. Okay, okay, tell him just like five more minutes. Favorite concert you've been to? Muse 2016. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even finish my sentence. Oh, sorry. Where was that at? No, 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 I meant like you knew okay. your answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was uh, Chicago at the United <laughs> Center. Uh, Sweet. It's where the Bulls play. Yeah. Sweet. That was actually the concert that made me want to do music as a living, so... Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Everybody has that concert. Yeah. Favorite album released this past summer? Oh, this past summer. I'm trying to think. It could be this past year. Uh, I, oh, man, that's hard. Give me two. Um, I'm going to have to come back to that one. All right, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Favorite song ever? Oh, dude! <laughs> favorite <laughs> kind of, uh, favorite fa- song today. Favorite song today. Um, that would be. Uh, <laughs> Say it, dude. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, 
What came to mind? Something came to mind. Hot Rod Dayglo. All right, there okay. you go. Yeah. Brooks Music. Yeah, Brooks the Pineapple. <laughs> like, shout out my man Brooks from Texas. He's coming up to be my my base tech for a lot of them life. I'm oh, excited Brooks. to meet him. Yeah, no, he's you guys are gonna you you guys are gonna just like love each other. That's I just awesome. Know. Yeah, I'm excited to meet him. Wally, Wally Opus. <laughs> nice. Who's your idol? Chris Wolstenholm from Muse. See the bass player. Yes. Or the, okay. Bass player. Most memorable stranger moment first concert yeah that was it that was the that moment. sealed the deal didn't it, it did yeah you get one night to hang out with any musician you want not your idol any musician you want dead or alive who is it probably Jimi hendrix sweet yeah nice i, th- I, th- I think Jimi hendrix yeah That'd he's probably fun. the man you probably would just jam with him yeah probably bass and guitar that'd be cool come on I just want to say, this is wrapping it up. I'm proud of you, and I'm proud Thank of your you. bandmates uh, on how hard you've worked to get where you're at. Because I, I really think that, like you've put in so much effort to get people to come to your shows, to vote for you, to listen to your record. You guys have done so much. It's not like you just sit back passively and things happen. You're out there. You guys went door to door. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Hand, <laughs> handing out uh, pamp or uh, yeah, like with flyers, flyers, and then we were like newspapers and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. yes. You've done so much to get yourselves where you're at. You guys deserve a lot of credit for that. Well, thank you. And um, I really think it's only the beginning, because who the fuck knows what happens <laughs> after Louder Than Life. Um, but. But like as I said earlier, like the strangers are a group effort and everybody plays their own part, whether it's in the music or in the social media or going door to door, getting your shit. And I just think that I I am honored and I love the fact that I have been a part of well, the strangers. Thank story. you for being a part of it. We couldn't have done a lot of this without you, obviously, with the record and everything. The record's been the launching point for a lot of different things. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Heck it's been yeah, cool. dude. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm, I love that I know you guys. I love that like it all happened here in the beginning. It did. Yeah. I love that you guys are on your way to doing this big show. I'm like so, yeah. I love that I am going to be able to be there with you guys. It's gonna be fun. Yes, like it's just an epic it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. For for us for a band who literally you said we were down here and wasn't sure that it was gonna continue to be where you're at now. And I know that this 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 is just the launch point. I hope so. You're 19. Yeah. I mean, yeah. shit. It is the launch point, at least yeah. for the rest of your adult life. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so thank you for doing this. Do Absolutely. you have any closing remarks? Uh, Anything you want to say to n- the uh, listeners? Not, not really. <laughs> I mean, eight people who listen. To <laughs> hey, man. I, I'm sure it's <laughs> on its way to the big things. But yeah. uh, uh, no, just thanks for uh, having me on here. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Hopefully we'll catch we... up after you. Let's do it. Yeah. Show. Let's do that for sure. Yeah. I might yeah. bring a couple of you guys in. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll have some stories for you. Yeah. yeah. It'll be cool. Yeah. yeah. Who Who would you want to meet this weekend? I want to meet. Could. I want to meet Flea really bad from yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I really want to meet Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains. 
Um, then me and Rylan actually met the guys from Dirty Honey a few years ago, but we want to like talk with them again and be like, hey, you remember us from the show? Now yeah. we're playing like with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, same I mean? stage, I think. Right? Um, I think or they're on the. the other. I think they're on the other. The, the other main stage. Yeah, but yeah, because the way the stage, which I didn't realize this till I yeah. looked at the diagram and I saw about it was Bourbon and Beyond the same yes. setup. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. For those who don't know, DW Presents puts on both Bourbon and Beyond and Louder, Louder Than, Than Live and a bunch of other within a week yeah. of each other yes. by the way which yeah. is crazy but uh, it's two main stages right by each other right by each other they alternate yeah so bands. like so whenever one band ends they they like start cleaning up on that stage while the, while the other stage starts their band so there's no yeah. like downtime that's a know? great idea it's a great idea for festival people that's a great idea yeah there's like maybe two minutes of downtime in between each artist and it's yeah. so cool because it's just music all day you know what I mean and but. the downtime is just so everybody can like Turn shift. their attention, yeah. yeah shift to yeah. the other stage. Yeah, and... like at Bourbon, uh, I was I was at Greta's show, uh, at Greta's stage, and then as soon as they got done, I like ran over to the uh, the Pearl Jam stage and I watched Ooh, them. So, nice. Yeah, that was a great. Did show. Did Marby end up going? Yeah, she did. Yeah, <sighs> got she, her wish. She she got her ticket. She got her free ticket yeah. from the from the Twitch the, dudes. Yeah, Bobby and Jake, Jake and, and Balls. Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Are they going to be there this weekend? Yeah. They were there last weekend. They, think, yeah, right? they played our song on uh, the Bourbon and Beyond recap yes, video. Yes, which is fucking epic. Yes. Which, can we download that? Uh, I, I have it on my phone. I have the link of It's it. the link. Yes, I don't know if we can mm. download it. Because I would love to share that. Or like, yeah. like share that. Like check, the, like brag about, look at this. You Wait, you, you can post it. You can post the link. You can? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll cool. just do that. Sweet. All right. Thank you, man. Yeah, let's do it again, man. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right. Everybody have a great week. Thanks for listening to Mining in the Foothills. Uh, follow the strangers everywhere that, that you can follow shit, pretty much. And uh, where are you guys most active? Instagram and Instagram. TikTok? Yeah, I would say Instagram. We're probably the most active. Okay. So. And uh, come see a show. Absolutely. Oh, my yes. God. We love to talk to you. Like, just to see all you guys, but we, we want to interact, with hang you guys, out, and so, say yeah. hi. I would say go to Bert or uh, go to Louder Than Life, but by the time this comes out, the show's T- gonna be over. Well, yeah, the tickets are also sold out. So are they really? Yeah, they're sold out. So, dude, I just sold my other. I had an extra ticket. Uh huh. I just sold it to somebody for under what I paid for it. Ooh, you could have got because I'm a dumbass. I know someone who sold their ticket for nine hundred bucks. What? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to Dude, burst whoever, your bubble. <laughs> whoever got my ticket got a fucking deal. Yeah, they did. Oh my god. <laughs> 900 bucks. $900. Dude, I shouldn't have brought that up. Yeah. God <laughs> bless it. Sorry about that. That's all right. All right. That's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Caden, best of luck this weekend. Thank you so much. Kill it. I'll be there to root you guys on. It's going to be fun. So Let's excited. do it. All right. Thanks, guys. 